This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Self-care Callie here, and today I want to talk about mental health. That's going to be the subject today, and I'm I'm going to talk about how it presents, how my mental health, when I'm struggling, presents itself, because I think that for a lot of my life, I did not understand why... I do the things I do or why I am the way I am. And I was, I feel a lot of shame for a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about. And I shouldn't because they are signs that I am struggling. So maybe if you recognize these things in yourself, or maybe if you recognize these things in someone in your life, maybe you can try to be a little bit forgiving. Try to be forgiving to yourself. Give yourself a little bit of time. Things won't always be like this. You can get help. Things can change. You can change. And the same goes for if we're talking about a loved one. It just means that they need a little bit of time and your support and your love and not... um not to be shamed for these things. So again, this is all coming from my experience. And that's pretty much all that I can talk about is my experience. I hope to have some guests on sometimes, eventually all the things so that we can get different perspectives. But I'm really big about the truth. And I want to know how things really are. And I think that that's different for everybody. I've always been a seeker of the truth and I'm, I'm so stubborn, you know, like I, I will follow rules if I understand them, but I have a really hard time blindly doing things that I can't understand because if I can't understand it, how do I know that it aligns with my values? How do I know that it's something that I'm willing to do if I don't understand it, especially if it's a big thing. So we're going to jump right in and start talking about these different symptoms that that's what I'm going to call them is symptoms. Okay, so the first symptom that I want to talk about is one that I think it's, oh, it's really hard for me to come to terms with that this is a symptom, but I really think it is because now that I'm getting better and feeling better and less depressed and less anxious, I'm starting to shower more. So Showering can be really exhausting. And if you have never dealt with depression or anxiety or other illnesses that can give you fatigue and overwhelm and anything, it it's really hard to explain. It is 
so overwhelming sometimes. There's so many things to do in the shower. You have to wash your hair. I have to scrub my scalp because my scalp gets really oily and I have this awesome scrub that I love using, but got to do that. You know, I got to condition my hair. I have to put on a mask on my hair because my hair needs protein because it's curly and my curls don't hold well if it doesn't have protein. And then, and then I have to shave and I have to shave my entire body because I don't like hair. I just don't like hair. I mean, I don't shave the like, you know, nooks and crannies that are hard to get, but I shave my arms and my legs and it's, and everything. I shave all the things that I can reach, shave it all. And then I got to exfoliate. If I didn't already say that, I do that before I shave. If you're not exfoliating before you shave, I got your back. Get some, get some exfoliating. Message me, email me and be like, I need that exfoliating thing that you're talking about because, oh my gosh, exfoliating before you shave will get you the best shave ever. It's amazing. Um... And then after that, then I have to, what else is there? Oh, I got to rinse off and I got to wash my face and there's all these things that I got to do. I got to make sure that like my feet are clean. Oh, I shave my, I shave my toes. You guys, you guys know you do it. Come on. Who's with me? Raise your hand. Um, I knew I shaved something else. Um, so, you know, when it's hard, when you're having trouble dealing with life in general, these very simple tasks can seem very overwhelming. So I wouldn't say that I let myself go too far. I usually would shower once a week. Once a week was like, at the end of the week, I was like, all right, Callie, you're pretty grimy. You need to just take a shower today. And I, most of the time I can make that happen. So now that I'm feeling better, um, I'm, I'm up to about two times a week, which is pretty good. And I honestly don't think that I need to shower any more than that. I don't want to make this sound like if you are super not depressed and you only shower once a week or I don't know, whatever, less than that. I don't know. I don't want to shame you if that's like your choice. If you just choose that way, because I think two times a week is a good time frame for me because I have really dry skin. And so when I take hot showers and I love hot showers, um, my skin gets really dry. So then I have to go through the whole lotion thing and I'm not really a huge fan of lotion. I'm starting to like it a little more, but I don't like it on my skin. And I think now that I know a little bit more about myself, that might be because I'm a highly sensitive person. I just don't like the feeling of most lotions on my skin. So I'm really picky and I like soft skin. I just don't like the lotion. So it is, oh, it's a struggle. You know, it's one of the things that I deal with. And now that I'm talking about it, oh my gosh, I'm just starting to realize it. Um, so, oh, and I have curly hair, which is like, you know, it's got its own thing. My hair stays pretty good if I don't wash it for a week. It's usually pretty all right. If I wash it every day, then it's just too much to deal with. So, um, yeah. So now that y'all know about my shower habits, um, I just wanted to say that that is one of the things that, you know, it might be hard for people to understand that it could be a symptom. 
is all I'm saying. I'm just trying to draw awareness to these things that I've seen in my life. And maybe there's other people out there who don't understand what's going on too much and they're confused because that is a big one for me. I was always confused because I really didn't understand that I was depressed. I really didn't understand that I had anxiety and you're dealing with so much already on to, to not understand what is happening on top of that is so difficult. So, um, just keep that in mind, you know, as we talk. Okay. The next one is a fun one for me because it is something that my fiance whose name is Cam, so I can call him by his name from here on out instead of just fiancé, because he is, he deserves to be called by his name. This is one that Cam is not a super huge fan of. And again, he is very patient with me. But this is one of the things that I would very much like to fix. And it is clothes on the floor. Everything, everywhere. I like piles of things in my bedroom. Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't like them. I am comforted by them. I don't know why. I haven't gotten there in therapy yet. I'm just saying there's something about a nice pile of clothes that I've worn but aren't ready to be washed yet that maybe I could throw on tomorrow if I don't know what to wear and I like my outfit from yesterday and it's just there waiting for me and it's ready for me for when I can't decide. Right now, there are piles of laundry that are waiting to be done. Probably at least a month's worth. I hate doing laundry. There's so much that's wrapped up in this conversation about clothes on the floor because not only is it comforting, it's also just so overwhelming to have to do all the laundry. There's so much involved. You got to separate it all out. You got to decide how much detergent to use. How big is this load? I don't know. Um, What temperature do I do this one on? Is there anything in the wash that maybe shouldn't be in there? Is there anything that needs to be on delicate? Is there anything that I need to take out when I put it into the dryer? Um, Is there anything that needs to lay flat? Do I need to read all the tags? Um, You guys, this is how it works in my brain. I'm telling you, I wish you could see how adamantly I am pumping my fist in the air because... It's so real. And I'm just, some some of it, some of it, I'm just realizing right now as I speak it out loud, then it is like, oh man, girl, you worry too much about everything. We should stop that like soon. Let's, let's work on that. Um, so yeah, so the laundry and the piles of things are, they're not great and I'm working on it. But it's a symptom. It's a symptom. I'm telling you, when I do clean, and it's also a vicious cycle, because when I do clean, I feel good about myself. 
And then I forget that feeling because I let it go for so long. So I think the key here is do the thing that you hate if it makes you feel good about yourself. You know, if it makes you feel bad about yourself, then you should rethink it. If you hate something and it makes you feel bad about yourself, then let's talk. But if you don't, if you tell yourself that you hate something and then whenever you do it, you feel good about yourself, then we should still talk because let's figure that out. Why do we do this to ourselves? So I'm going to say that my goal is to do laundry once a week. Just putting that out there. I'm probably going to hate myself for having this being recorded and you guys being like, hey, did you do your laundry this week? Because you said you were going to. But uh, I think it's going to make my life better. So... Okay, let's let's work on this. This is goal number one. Okay, clothes on the floor, no mo. No mo, clothes on the floor. This is how we're gonna do it. Okay, here is one that I don't even want to say out loud because I love doing it so much. And it is binging. And I'm not just talking about Netflix. I'm talking about anything that you binge. Binging has become acceptable in our society, I think. Ah, I don't like saying that, but I think it's true. So what are some things that we can binge? We can binge on food. We can binge on alcohol. We can binge on television. We can binge on pornography. We can binge on love. We can binge on sex. We can binge on drugs. Um, Can you tell that I speak in a weird voice when I say things that make me uncomfortable? Um, Oh, podcasting is so fun, you guys. This is like, this is like, self-therapy that the whole world gets to hear. Oh, yikes. What am I doing? Um, okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. So binging, let's get back to binging. Let's, let's not, let's not get too, um, overwhelmed by the enormity of the universe right now. That's not a good idea for podcasting. Let's just, let's put that aside for later. That can be its own episode. (sighs) So back to binging. It's not great. And it's not great because we're, I'm using it as an escape. Anything that I've binged on has been me trying to not feel my feelings. And that's just what it comes down to. And You know, if I feel like I've been working hard and I want to watch Netflix for seven hours one day because I haven't watched Netflix all week, fine, whatever. I like to be entertained. I love watching Netflix. Um, But just don't make a habit out of those kind of stuff and definitely try not to do it with things that are going to hurt you physically like alcohol and drugs and all that type of stuff. You know, it's just a conscious decision. We don't we don't want to binge. And 
I learned, let me tell you a little story about, oh, I think I was in third or fourth grade, maybe second. I think I was third or fourth. I went to a really tiny school. It was a Lutheran school, to be exact, a private Lutheran school. And there were maybe like six kids in my class, and they had cut it back to like fourth grade, and then they extended it to fifth and sixth grade. So like for the last like three or four years I was at that school, I was in the top grade that they offered. They like kept extending it. So Anyways, that was a total sidebar, but that's why I was confused as to what grade it was in. And also the fact that it was 30 years ago and who the hell is expected to remember that. So I did this project and I think it was about Hawaii, but all I know is that pineapple was involved and I really liked pineapple. I loved it. It was so good. I ate all of it. It was like I brought samples for people to eat. And I just ate them all. This is my memory of how it went down. And I learned that day that too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. And that is true. So let's take the things that we enjoy in moderation. All right. Don't let it get out of hand. Don't let it be a problem. Then you got to go and you know, fix all that up, figure out why you let it be a problem in the first place. And I've made all these things problems. I'm not saying that if you guys have a problem with binging that there's anything wrong with you, there just might be something wrong that you need to deal with. The cats are going bananas. You guys need to calm down. Please. Please, while I'm recording, please. So, yeah, I hope that my language during this is all right. We're going to probably edit a whole lot of this. Um, I'm still learning how to talk in ways that is not um, shaming because that is a new thing for me, which is sad. But I'm conscious of it and I'm learning and I'm rewiring my brain in front of you. It's going to be fun. So binging is one of those things that I do it and then it makes me feel bad if I do it for too long. That goes for all the binging things. So I'm trying to avoid shame and feeling like crap about myself. Maybe I should avoid binging on anything that I want to binge on. So I think that those are all of the symptoms that I want to talk about today. Um, Just because that's all that I can think of right now. And maybe this will be an ongoing thing, a little theme that I do. And I'll come up with different symptoms of, yeah, I mean, there's probably lots of them. Lots of things that lots of things that I've done in my past are symptoms of how I feel and all of those issues that are deep, deep down inside that we are trying to excavate, trying to excavate that that word is tricky. And I probably shouldn't try and say it again. Excavate, excavate. Okay, it's not as bad if you break it down. So basically what I'm breaking it down to is. 
we have to be more aware of how we treat ourselves and how we can make a change. Because I think all of these symptoms are things that all we have to do is wake up and make the decision to do or not to do something that makes us feel good or feel bad. So this is this is hard. It it sounds really simple, right? You just make the decision. And this is one of those clichés. Maybe maybe I'll end every episode with a cliche that I hate. Maybe that would be fun. This one fits in. It's they say you just have to make the decision to do it. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I'm going to climb Mount Everest. Um, let's go. No, no. See, there's a lot of hard work between me and Mount Everest. And that's a lot of hard work that, ugh, let's break it down. Okay, if I made that decision and I did the hard work, I can do that. Yes, 1,000%, but you have to be willing to put in the work. So if you are depressed, you have to be willing to not be depressed. And that's what is so hard because when you're depressed, you're not really willing to do much. Nothing sounds like fun, especially change. And that's a symptom of itself. All of those hopeless thoughts and things that run through your head, that's a symptom. That's not actually who you are deep inside. That's depression, this mean little monster living in your head telling you that you probably shouldn't take a shower and that it is fine to have your clothes on the floor. And who cares if you drink water today? Soda has water in it, right? Beer has water in it. I know that beer has water in it. I'm not really sure if soda does. Um, so someone can fact check me on that. I don't know. Um, so all I'm saying is that it's when you have depression and anxiety, it's it's a, just about self-awareness. Just take a minute and say, do I really not want to take a shower? Or is my depression telling me not to take a shower. And I think that that mindset shift helped me a lot. Um, that doesn't mean that it's good every day or that I don't still struggle. It just means that more so often now, I am making the decisions for myself and I am not letting my depression make my decisions for me, which is a really big deal, you guys, because the reason that I was depressed is that I wasn't making decisions for myself. I was letting my life live me instead of living my life. And that's what led to my depression. That's what I think. This is this is just all my own self-therapy, you guys. Like, don't judge me. This is, I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about you, okay? But if you relate to me, I hope that 
this kind of self-reflection helps you because it truly has helped me. And it's really freaking hard. And I don't want to downplay that. I don't want this to sound easy because it's not, it's fucking hard. And my day to day is really up and down, but I know that it's temporary. I know that once I get through all of this, I can envision this life that I have waiting for me and it is calm and free and all of the beautiful things that I want from life. It is it is there and it's out there, but it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen today. It's not going to happen next week. Let's be honest. I am talking long game stuff here, you guys. We've got to get out of the mindset of it's now. Now, now, you have to take the tiny steps. You have to put in the work. If I decided to climb Mount Everest, which I don't ever plan on doing, just let me throw that out there. I don't want to know more about Everest. I don't want to climb it. I'm just, I honestly listened to My Favorite Murder recently, and we're catching up, and the Mount Everest episode was so good. Georgia, thank you for telling that story. It was amazing. Um, and it's in my mind cause I loved it so much and it's a big challenge, right? Like coming out of depression and thinking about beating your anxiety and depression, it feels like Mount Everest. Let's just say that. And it is just as much work. I'm telling you right now, this is like some of the hardest stuff that I've ever done. And I will tell you right now that I have been asked a few times, just, I don't know if this is the universe talking to me or it's just totally random, which I don't believe. It's probably the universe. Thank you, universe. But I've been asked by a few different people over the course um, of the last few weeks for different reasons, completely unrelated, um, what my biggest accomplishment is. And the first thing that has flown out of my mouth is that I am proud of getting help for my mental health issues. I am so proud. I, if you would have asked me that a year ago or two years ago or whatever, I would have said some bullshit answer probably about graduating college, which like, I don't even really care about. Like, sure, I did it. But like, I'd, uh, like, you know, like, so now that I'm not trying to figure out what everyone else wants from me, I'm speaking my truth. And I hope that you can see that. I hope that you can feel it. And I hope that it inspires you to start speaking your truth, even on the very micro level. I started this with like, asking myself very seriously, what I wanted for breakfast. Like, because I would never know. I never allowed myself to want anything truly for myself. And I don't know if you can relate to that or not. I don't know. But once I started to think about it and really listen to myself, it's amazing how the answer showed up. So I just want you to know that when you're ready, things will change. And if you're not ready, that's okay. Because this isn't, it's not easy. Um, but if you surround yourself with the right kind of people, it's easier. 
So that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget that you can find me all across social media um, at Self-Care Callie. So I am on Twitter. I am on Instagram and I'm on Facebook and I'm also on YouTube and the blog is coming soon. So there will also be a website and I'm really excited about all the things that I'm going to share with y'all. So thank you so much for listening. If you could subscribe, that would make me so happy. If you enjoyed this content, please subscribe so you can keep getting it. And I will be talking to y'all again soon. Okay. I hope you have a beautiful day.